Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Exit for Shirleyton. The crash remains along the right side of the roadway. And, of course, visibility and rain are certainly an issue out there tonight. On 95, on 66, each running well in Maryland, in a spot that uh, we tend to get crashes in the rain. We may have one tonight southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway uh, after the ramp that takes you west on 50 toward New York Avenue. So be alert for a slowdown there. North of the Beltway, you're good to go on 95 BW Parkway, 270, and 50 out to the Bay Bridge. That runs without delay. WTLP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. With a mild air over the cooler ground, expect more fog tonight. From patchy to widespread, that'll carry through tomorrow morning. Your First Alert weather team, we're going with a fog alert. And high temperatures, mid-50s to mid-60s overnight. First thing Friday with a high temperature we're forecasting around 70 degrees with a little afternoon sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Rest in 61 degrees, Bethesda at 61, the National Mall has 60, some of us falling to the lower 50s. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up. Why the owner of the Wizards and Capitals says a move to Alexandria for the teams is the right call. I'm Mike Marilla. Much more short term, the Wizards have removed their head coach and put in an interim guy. The lack of wins this season is the reason they're struggling tonight against the Utah Jazz. A local elementary school teacher on leave tonight over allegations that he repeatedly exposed himself to the people living in his apartment complex. Where you'll feel the impact of Maryland's transportation budget cuts, literally. I'm John Doman. And we'll review a new film called Bad Hombres with our colleague Christian Toto of Hollywood in Toto. Nine o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Alabama gets the go-ahead to put convicted killer Kenneth Eugene Smith to death using a first-in-the-nation execution method. Robin Maher, head of the Death Penalty Information Center. Smith will be fitted with a face mask that will cover his nose and his mouth and then forced to breathe pure nitrogen gas, which will ultimately result in his death. Critics call it cruel and unusual punishment. Smith is one of two men convicted in a 1988 murder-for-hire killing of Elizabeth Sennett, a preacher's wife. The other man was executed in 2010. Sennett's son Chuck says when he hears about Smith's possible suffering... They didn't ask Mama what method she wanted. You know, he just done it. So what? why are we having to go through this with him? CBS News has learned that after weeks of being grounded after a mid-air door plug blowout, the first 737 MAX 9 jet is very soon set to take off with passengers on board. Details from CBS's Chris Van Cleve. We're going to talk about transparency and responsibility, and that'll be it. Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun was back on Capitol Hill. I want to make sure we're doing everything possible to ensure that, that these planes are safe. Alaska and United Airlines are now performing newly approved inspections on the door panels located in Row 26 on Alaska and row 30 on United. Mechanics will confirm that door panel is properly secured and safe for flight. Initial inspections found several jets with loose bolts. The airlines expect the MAX 9 to return to service as soon as tomorrow. The Houston area has been hit with another round of heavy rain as some parts of southeast Texas are still dealing with flooding and high water on roadways. CBS's Janet Chamlian with the latest. Emergency crews used boats to rescue people from more than a dozen homes, Hi, thank you for your help. <laughs> Appreciate it. including a few pets. 
First responders say one homeowner wouldn't leave until it was almost too late. There's an individual who called us called 911. He couldn't get out of his house. Five people had to be rescued after trying to drive through the fast-flowing water. Opening statements began today in the Michigan trial of Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of teenager Ethan, who killed four fellow students at Oxford High School in 2021. Prosecutors accused Crumbly of not locking up a gun and ignoring her son's mental health. But defense attorney Shannon Smith has told the court... Jennifer Crumbly was a hypervigilant mother who cared more about her son than anything in the world. The trial for Crumbly's husband, who is also facing involuntary manslaughter charges, is scheduled for March. The U.S. economy grew at a surprisingly strong 3.3% pace last quarter. The stock market liked it. Liked it. The Dow closed up 243 points. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It is 9.03 here on WTOP, Thursday night, January 25th, 2024. Fog and mist in the area, 62 degrees. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. The owner of the Wizards and Capitals is taking his case for moving the teams to Alexandria, Virginia to the fans. Just last month, Ted Leonsis and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin announced a partnership and plan to move the teams across the Potomac River to a $2 billion sports complex at Potomac Yard. The reaction from fans and D.C. area residents has been a mixed bag. WTOP's Mike Marillo with our report. While he says the Capitals and Wizards belong to the entire DMV, in an email to fans, the owner of Monumental Sports, Ted Leonsis, says not only will the move give fans a state-of-the-art arena, the Potomac Yard Entertainment District will provide the teams with the space needed to make championship contenders. He also says with 44% of the fans for both teams living in Virginia, the site will be more accessible for fans with Metro Car and even water taxi access. On Capital One Arena, he says, the needs of downtown Washington, D.C. and its businesses and residents are significant and challenging for the city, but says Monumental looks to be a part of the area's next renaissance, as he calls it. Virginia would own the new arena in a public-private partnership. It's a plan lawmakers still need to green light. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Meantime, big changes for the Wizards tonight, even as they are playing the Utah Jazz right now with about five minutes left in this game. It's the Wiz 98, the Jazz 113. So it's another game the Wiz are trailing in here. And that's been the problem, and that's why Wes Unsell Jr. is out as head coach. And assistant Brian Keefe is serving as interim head coach. Wizards uh, say, again, Wizards radio play-by-play voice. And our own sports director emeritus, Dave Johnson, joined us to talk about the transition. The reasoning that was given to me was they were just looking for a new voice to kind of maximize discovery of player abilities and, and also some stylistic options for the teams going forward. So it's not necessarily an indictment of anything that Wes Unsell Jr. was not doing right or wrong. It's just the determination that they felt at this point, that halfway through this season, they had to make a change. It is legitimate transitioning to a front office role. So it's it's not the traditional firing in a sense. The team has been saddled with the second worst record in the NBA. They've lost 10 of their last 11 games. We'll be watching the Wiz tonight and the rest of the sports world at 25 and 55 with Rob Woodfork. New tonight on WTOP, a middle school teacher for D.C. public schools is on leave tonight while he faces an investigation into claims that he exposed himself to people inside his apartment building and online. NBC4's I-Team got a hold of two letters sent to the teacher on behalf of attorneys representing the D.C. apartment complex where he lives. 
In the letters, Bozzuto management accuses him of recording himself walking around naked in common areas. The teacher is accused of working out naked in the building's gym, touching himself in front of other tenants. In one letter, the complex says the man is now banned from public spaces in the building. In the other letter, the management company says that they plan to start the eviction process. The teacher has not been criminally charged or accused of inappropriate behavior with children. It's 9.06. For months, leaders in Maryland have been saying that money is tight, and that message came through loud and clear as members of the Prince George's County Council heard about where the state will and won't have money to spend. WTOP's John Doman with that. The big hit comes from the $650 million cuts to Maryland State Highway's State of Good Repair funding, money that's used to resurface roads around the region. That does lead to less driver comfort and lower service level conditions of the road. Will Pines is SHA's administrator. He also told the council it restricts our ability to replace aging uh, critical maintenance equipment like dump trucks tractor mowers, and bucket trucks that are beyond the replacement cycle. A new interchange at Medical Center Drive is also being deferred, though the design of that interchange has been criticized for not being pedestrian or bike-friendly. So this buys time. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. When someone has been shot or in an accident or is suffering from a serious illness and is in the desperate need for blood, there's only one treatment that can help save a life if it's done early. D.C. Fire and EMS is getting ready to roll out a new strategy that would have paramedics give patients blood even as they're traveling to the hospital. D.C. Fire and EMS Chief John Donnelly says having trained paramedics able to carry out transfusions before a patient arrives at a hospital is being introduced in D.C. It's a strategy used in other areas like Loudoun County. We've watched what they've done. We've learned from them. And I think we're ready to bring this high level of care to our patients. Dr. David Vitberg, Assistant Medical Director with D.C. Fire and EMS, says the mortality rate for trauma patients who've suffered severe blood loss is high, 20%. Reducing death from hemorrhage is an area where we have the potential to make a profoundly positive impact on patient outcomes in the district. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Some new hopes for a soft landing in the economy. That's on the way on WTOP. I'm Katie from Long Roofing. What if I told you your roof could be energy efficient, stylish, and affordable? It can be with metal accent roofing from Long. Metal shingles add timeless curb appeal to your home. And remember, highest quality doesn't have to mean highest price. Right now, get 50% off materials, plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longroofing.com to get your free estimate today. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And we're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, still working on the crash on 395 northbound at Shirleyton, just after the exit for Shirleyton. Uh, still getting by to the left around this crash. Uh, pretty shortly, they should have it all out of the roadway, but for now it's still there and still raining there, so do be careful. On 95 Springfield to Fredericksburg, traffic continues to run well, and no delays to report at all on 66, either inside or outside the Beltway. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic continues to run pretty freely. I believe we did have a crash on southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway uh, near or possibly even on the ramp to Route 50. I think it may be out of the roadway now. Uh, north of the Beltway on both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well, 50 out to the Bay Bridge, clear sailing, and all's quiet up and down 270. WTOP Traffic Studio furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. 
Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And next, we're headed to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Your First Alert weather team going with a fog alert for tonight and Friday morning. Our fog becoming more widespread and dense. Temperatures mid-50s to mid-60s here with still some showers around the area. Showers will ease by midnight, maybe a shower or two first thing Friday morning. Again, starting out mild where the afternoon will have glints of sunshine and an afternoon temperature around 70 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. At the wharf in D.C. it's 60, National Harbor 62, Sterling 61 degrees, some of us falling into the 50s, certainly a lot of people driving through dense fog and some mist tonight and overnight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street rode a wave of economic optimism to record highs for the Dow and S&P on growing hopes for a soft landing. Dow Industrials gained 243, the S&P 500 added 26, the Nasdaq rose 29. A blow to would-be home buyers, but the spring housing season just around the corner. Mortgage rates rose this week by the most since October. Freddie Mac's average for 30-year fixed-rate loans was up almost a tenth of a percent to 6.69. Airlines are piling on, calling out Boeing over recent quality issues that have kept some planes grounded. American Airlines CEO Robert Issam joined the chorus today, saying Boeing needs to get its act together. It's a tough road back for Intel as it struggles to defend its once-dominant position in semiconductors. It offered a bleak quarterly forecast. Although its PC business is recovering, it's losing ground in the market for data center chips. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets are mixed. For example, Tokyo stocks are down 1%. South Korea is up 1%. Coming up on WTOP, we'll hear from film critic Christian Toto about a new movie that he calls a B-movie called Bad Hombres. Certainly, uh, films and TV shows have been made about undocumented immigrants coming to the United States. This one, I think, has a more of an action movie feel and also a great deal of violence but we'll get a review from christian next it's 9 12 when it comes to the nfl playoffs you've got to win one game at a time but when you bet the nfl playoffs on fanduel one game can mean a lot of wins this is george wallace fanduel america's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets like the money line and the spread plus all sorts of prop bets and especially with the conference championship games coming up this weekend there should be plenty of that to go around and right now Every day there's an NFL playoff game. FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat, same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash GW if you don't already have an account. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 9-13. Winter is approaching. And for some of our neighbors, the cold is more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on, but you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter. 
Because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. Coming up, looking out for signs of human trafficking. That's later this half hour on WTOP. I'm Katie from Long Baths. For decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, and safety to their homes. You've been thinking about upgrading your old bath or shower. Now's the time. With seven decades of experience and our lifetime warranty, you'll be thinking, what took me so long? Right now, get 50% off materials, plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longbaths.com to get your free estimate today. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 915, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us today. New at the movies this weekend, a violent story that takes place along the southern border called Bad Hombres. Desperate to provide for his family, an undocumented immigrant is hired alongside a day laborer to work for a man named Donnie, who is a psychopathic criminal. If I don't get it cleared about a morning, Lizette, this cartel, they're going to go to war with my employer. Is, it, is that the police or the feds? Neither. Christian Toto, host of the Hollywood in Toto podcast, joined us with his review of Bad Hombres. You do see these themes from time to time, but given what's going on at the border, the political fracas around it, and also the human drama and the suffering, you would think more storytellers would look at this scenario and spin dramas from it. This is a more of a genre look at it where it's more about violence and mayhem and blood and guts, things like that. But it's also really well put together. It's a story about uh, an immigrant worker. He finds a job. He's fresh to America. He's from Ecuador. And the job he chooses, along with a fellow immigrant, well, things go south in a hurry. And I'll say no more just because I want to leave the surprises of the story, and they are many, to the audience when they see the film because it's it's really quite enjoyable. Again, this is a B-movie for sure, but it's told with care. It has a sophisticated feel to it. I think some of the story threads don't pay off as well as they should. And I think the use of actors like Thomas Jane and Tyrese Gibson, while they're always welcome in a movie, I feel like they should have been given more to do in a sense. I thought their characters just kind of scratched the surface. But this one caught me by surprise. There were several plot twists, which I thought were interesting, some spasms of violence, which I thought weren't over the top, but were so raw and unexpected that I really I enjoyed that aspect of it. So I, I think if you're looking for something different and you want to see a story set around this theme, I think you could do far worse than Bad at Hombres. I enjoyed it. We want to talk about the Oscar nominations from earlier in the week and the controversy that's come up with Barbie because while it's been nominated for Best Picture, you had Greta Gerwig snubbed as director and also Margot Robbie for Best Actress. Is it right that Greta Gerwig, for example, wouldn't at least be nominated? Well, it's tricky because the expansion of the Best Picture category, now you can have up to 10 nominees, means in most years, five people will say I directed one of the best movies of the year, and I didn't get nominated for Best Director. We've seen that before. Uh, ben Affleck, I think, suffered that fate with Argo. So it is not surprising per se, just the fact that Barbie was such a phenomenon that I think that people are taken aback by it. But a couple of things, it is up for Best Picture, which is the ultimate award. I believe that Gerwig is up for Best Screenplay as well. And also, this is a, there are a lot of talented people making interesting, thoughtful movies, and the competition is stiff. And I thought the one person who might have said it best was Whoopi Goldberg. 
Spielberg. Now, you know, she's an Oscar winner for Ghost. She's done it all. She's seen it all. But back in the 80s, she was in The Color Purple, and it was a mesmerizing performance. Roger Ebert said at the time it was one of the best performances he's ever seen. And it didn't win the Best Actress Oscar for her. So things happen. It's just the way things play out. Barbie will get a, an award or two that evening. And even if it doesn't, it conquered the year 2023. It was the biggest box office success. It rocked the popular culture. I think its impact is already been felt. And I think that the people behind the scenes in the movie, I'm sure they wanted more and more awards. I think they've been recognized by the people. And that's what really matters most. Hollywood in Toto podcast host Christian Toto on Skype. He says while the plots don't always make sense, uh, he does recommend Bad Hombres as an unusual action film featuring undocumented immigrants as the heroes. Stay with us here on WTOP. Top stories that we're looking at right now, the owners of, in fact, the owner of the Caps and Wizards has made a direct case to the public about why he thinks moving the teams out of D.C. to Alexandria would be beneficial. Alabama is set to execute a man sometime between now and 6 a.m. using nitrogen gas. It's the first time an execution would be performed using this method. President Trump briefly makes or takes the stand in his defamation trial in New York, saying that he wants to defend himself, his family, and the presidency when he made remarks about writer E. Jean Carroll. Keep it here for full details. It is time for Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound at the ramp to Route 50 West. Still working on the crash, but most of it should be on the shoulder. North of the Beltway on both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are running pretty well. Same with 270 between the Beltway and Interstate 70. Not much road work out there in this rainy and foggy night. And traffic on 50 is running pretty well out to the Bay Bridge. And in Virginia, 395 northbound at Shirleyton, the crash has been cleared. All travel lanes open, nothing left to see there. So on 395 and 95, all is quiet, and traffic continues to run well on 66 in both directions. Johns Hopkins Cancer Care in the greater Washington area with renowned cancer experts in the community, including at Sibley and Suburban Hospitals. Find out more at HopkinsCancerDC.org. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, time for Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert. Chief Meteorologist, and I think uh, in terms of driving, uh, it could be quite a challenging night in places, Veronica. Yes, it could. Not only do we have some damp roads out there from the rain showers that continue, the mist, we also have some widespread fog, and that fog has now gone dense in many locations. Gaithersburg, Leesburg, Quantico, Annapolis, all under a half mile. It's why your first alert weather team, we went with a fog alert early today for what we were going to be experiencing here this evening and overnight. So we'll have these areas of rain and fog up until uh, just past midnight and then just some spotty rain showers but the fog probably persisting until 6 or 7 a.m. Maybe not quite as widespread but still going to be an issue for your morning commute. Temperatures right now, they're in the 50s and 60s, pretty much not going to budge as we head to tomorrow morning. Our uh, air temperatures will uh, stay steady throughout the overnight period. And tomorrow, we're shooting for about 70 degrees during the afternoon. The uh, fog will start lifting during the morning. A spotty shower or two, maybe up until 9 o'clock. And then some breaks in the cloud cover for Friday afternoon. A mild one and near record. 70 degrees is the record for Dallas. That's exactly what we're forecasting. 
and morning record temperatures too again with uh, our temperatures starting out in the 50s to around 60 degrees so pretty nice afternoon with glints of sunshine saturday increasing clouds some dry hours for the morning and midday time period with a better chance of rain by saturday night and throughout the day on sunday high saturday in the mid 50s sunday just shy of 50 degrees right now i've got temperatures at 61 degrees for the district colesville maryland 59 fairfax at 62 and we're brought to you by len the plumber heating and air trusted same day service seven days a week still ahead on wtop should the mother of a michigan school shooter should she go to prison Stay with us tonight. Super Saturday. Save 30% off on all furniture at Ashley. Super Saturday. One day of the year. This Saturday, get our best offers. Save 30% off on all furniture, plus free delivery. Super Saturday is 30% off every Ashley living room, every Ashley dining room, and every Ashley bedroom, plus free delivery. Super Saturday is the best time to buy new furniture. Ashley sofas, just $4.99. Ashley queen beds, only $2.49. Super Saturday, 10 to 9, this Saturday at Ashley. Visit homestores.store for participating locations near you. Transparency and trust makes buying a car in Fitzgerald, Subaru, Gaithersburg, and Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price in writing posted on the window of every car. There's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. No haggle, no hassle. Fitzgerald, Subaru, and Gaithersburg, and Rockville. Call 888-FITZMALL today. Transparency you can trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. 923, good evening. Prosecutors are telling a Michigan jury that the mother of a then 15-year-old high school shooter should be found guilty of involuntary manslaughter. It's believed to be the first case in the nation in which a parent is charged in a mass shooting at a school. Jennifer Crumley didn't pull the trigger that day. But she is responsible for those deaths. Prosecutor Mark Keist says Jennifer Crumbly could have prevented the killings of four students at Oxford High School if she had told school officials that her son had a gun like the one he had drawn a picture of in a classroom. Defense attorney Shannon Smith says prosecuting the mother does not serve any purpose. An effort to make people feel like someone is being held responsible. Teacher Molly Darnell described being shot by a masked gunman. I had texted my husband, I love you, active shooter. Um, and then I started feeling blood dripping down my arm. Ethan Crumbly was sentenced last month to life in prison. I'm Jackie Quinn. Human trafficking is an underreported crime, but Montgomery County now hopes to change that during what's left here of Human Trafficking Awareness Month. It is happening right here in our own backyard. Jody Finkelstein, executive director of Montgomery County's Commission for Women, said that many people don't realize human trafficking is happening locally. It's just very underreported. It can happen in people's homes. It can happen in hotels. It can happen in business establishments. There were about 30 reported cases last year, but they said this is probably much lower than the actual number. They're working on educating police, fire departments, and schools on how to see the signs, as well as cracking down on local businesses that may be facilitating human trafficking. It can happen to men, it can happen to women, it can happen to children as well. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Just into the WTOP Newsroom, we've got an update to a story that we've been uh, presenting for the past couple of hours that was reporting that Donald Trump was working with the Republican National Committee to already make him the presumptive nominee, even though only Iowa and New Hampshire had voted. But there's a new reporting tonight that that's not going to happen now, that there was an effort even by an RNC committeeman in Maryland to push that through. Not happening now. It will not be the case that the RNC works with Donald Trump to make him the presumptive Republican nominee at this 
early date. We're going to bring you more as we continue our coverage tonight on WTOP. Sports.